Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Heat Wave. 32 teams in 32 days, and we are breaking down every single fantasy-relevant player on each team for the upcoming season. Today, I'll be focusing on the Raiders. I am your host, the Fantasy Plug Tim Petrop, editor-in-chief of the Roto Fantasy. Excuse me. BrotoFantasy.com and the Fantasy Football by Roto app. I am joined today by my brother, Michael, the king of this fantasy thing. Oh, that way. And lead analyst of the Fantasy Football by Broto um, app and fantasy, uh, BrotoFantasy.com. Matt Ward, the Dynasty Don himself, the Fantasy Encyclopedia, and the lead writer at Broto. And the Santiago Casanova, the genius of fantasy Brodo lead down analyst and developer of the fantasy football by Brodo app. Cass was like, yo, I'm taking over. <laughs> Move out the way. I'm here. Was good. Yo, to. yo, Tim, to cut you off for the first time, because I have to, do I know we've had six whole episodes without you cutting me off in the, I have to do this for Jason. There you go. Now you that wasn't even close to the Raiders. So. Oh, 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 oh. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, was better. The man himself. Um, yeah. Jason studying for the, the exam currently. Speaking of the app, download the Fantasy Football by Brodo app today for free and get every tool you need to dominate fantasy football and become your own expert. Every stat you hear us use today can be found on the app where there is. <clears throat> excuse me, fantasy player cards, fantasy player grades, usage charts, start sit tools, who to draft tools, player comps, podcast consistency charts, game logs, coaching tendencies, articles, rankings, waivers, and every single advanced stat you could possibly need and stats you can only get at Brodo. True throw value, true target value, true performance value, adjusted air yards, and true matchup rankings. This app is free because our patrons over at patreon.com slash Broto Fantasy. A big thank you to our patrons. You are the reason why the Broto Machine keeps on pumping. Join now to support the show, the app, and to join the best community <coughs> Excuse me, in the world. Extra waiver wire show every week. Access to Broto Leagues. Proven DFS catch optimizers, access to cheat sheets, private team consultations, the most unique fantasy league in the world, and, of course, access to the Discord. All of this available for as little as $3 a month. If you enjoy the show, if you enjoy the app, please consider joining. Your contributions go a long way. So let's get into the Las Vegas Raiders, who are also turning over a new leaf. New coaching staff in town, Josh McDaniels, the Patriots offensive coordinator, who once jettisoned the Colts head coaching position uh, because he was apparently the heir apparent. Um, that didn't work out uh, in New England. And he's bringing a- along the former wide receiver coach for the Patriots, Mick Lombardi, son of former coach and commenter with Pat's ties, Mike Lombardi. I read his uh, I read his book, Gridiron Genius. It's a very it was a very good book. Um <clears throat> Look, we know what uh, the we know what the philosophy is for Josh McDaniels. Um, he plays to the strength of his personnel. So let's talk about the personnel that they added. Added wide receiver, the big one, Devontae Adams, arguably the best wide receiver in the league. He goes to play with his best friend and former Fresno State quarterback uh, Derek Carr. Amir Abdullah, running back. Um, wide receiver Demarcus Robinson, wide receiver Mac Hollins, who had like a little career resurgence with the Dolphins last year, running back Brandon Bolden, and wide receiver Keelan Cole. The rookies they brought in, um, third round guard Dylan Parham, and running back in the fourth round Zamir White. I know that Matt's probably have something to say about Zamir White later. And then their losses: wide receiver Deshaun Jackson, Jackson, wide receiver Brian Edwards, wide receiver Zay Jones, and quarterback Marcus Mariota. Let's get into this quarterback. 
The team has doubled down on their captain, man. They, you know, David Carr has had times in his career where he looks like he's that guy and he can lead the Raiders to a Super Bowl. And then there's other times in his career where he looks like he's that guy that's going to lead the Raiders to six wins. Uh, he's been extremely inconsistent. Um, but now they signed him to an extension. They got him his best friend. I keep saying David is Derek. Sorry, as 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 you guys get. I, I say it's interchangeable at this point. Let's just say D Carr. All right. <clears throat> Can he take that next step? He has his best friend to throw on the ball. He has what should be an, a decent running game. He has a great offensive mind head coach. He has all the tools you need to be a great quarterback. Will he? So will he? Will he? Look, <clears throat> I've seen a lot of people hyping up Derek Carr um, this offseason as a fantasy option now with Devontae Adams. Um, a lot of people I've seen are saying, oh, Derek Carr was the QB 13 in scoring last season, um, and that was without Devontae Adams. However, um, his overall finish was 18th in points per game. Big difference from 13 to 18 when it comes to quarterbacks. Um, and he was 25th in true target value. In 2020, he was 20th in points per game. In 2019, he was 24th in points per game. Derek Carr has been consistently a mid to low end QB2 throughout his career. And yes, I know that Devontae Adams is now on the team. And Devontae Adams is a beast. He had two straight A-minus fantasy seasons, followed by four straight A-plus true grade fantasy seasons over the last six years. And he's buds with Derek Carr. They wanted to play together. They played together at Fresno State. I understand that whole narrative there, but Derek Carr has not exceeded a C fantasy grade since 2016, and that includes two F grades. Um, and just because he got Devontae Adams, his ADP has lifted to QB 13, a spot that he has not been able to finish in for years. And the question is, can Devontae Adams be the sole reason for Derek Carr to now become a viable QB one option weekly for me? When in a typical redraft league, one QB, I'm not drafting Derek Carr to be my starting quarterback, trusting him week in and week out. He had six QB one performances in 2021, 10 QB two or worse. I understand the uh, best ball aspect. Um, I think Derek Carr makes more sense as a best ball QB at that ADP. I still think he's being slightly overdrafted because um, you compare him with Devontae Adams, Darren Waller and such. But in a typical redraft league, I just can't see myself drafting Derek Carr and thinking, okay, I'm set at QB this year. I mean, it's a fair point, um, but you don't have to be that guy in order to support. So let's we usually go running backs here, but let's go into the wide receivers because I feel like wide receivers are more um, prudent here. Let's get into the new guy, Devontae Adams. Look, there's, there's two trains of thought here. Devontae Adams, he wasn't great when he first came out. Right, he had to work for where he's at, and he's now considered one of the best. Do you think that his success is because of Aaron Rodgers? And when you're talking about true throw value, Aaron Rodgers perennially in the top five in true throw value, uh, Derek Carr perennially in the bottom 15 in true throw value. So his production numbers should take a hit because he's getting a less valuable throw from his quarterback. With that being said, he's Devontae Adams. He has the ability to win every single time he he runs a route. He wins extremely often. He's one of the best route runners in the game. And there's a train of thought that says it shouldn't matter who his quarterback is. He's a dominant force. So with that being said, Cass, what's your final uh, analysis on, on this man right here? Uh, it's been mentioned uh, a bunch 
on on Brodo podcast and and uh, on Twitter and all, I did a whole research of where the targets come from, and the conclusion was that wide receivers own their target share pretty much, independent of QB, independent of coach, independent of team. Wide receivers will quote unquote command their own targets. So to see uh, specifically targets here, so to see Devonte Adams pull a thirty plus percent target share. It's just exactly what you see. You want to see, and and that makes him more viable in different situations. He's just a stud. I mean, he he does command those targets, and he will command those targets in any offense. Will his production take a hit? Maybe because, like you said, uh, Derek Scar's throws are not as valuable as Aaron Rodgers' throws. Uh, where Aaron Rodgers' throws pulled up by Devante Devante Adams, maybe a little bit. So he might pull Derek Carr's throws a little bit uh, in true throw value as well. What I'm coming at is that I think he is still a very good wide receiver, top five wide receiver in the league uh, for fantasy, despite any changes to his situation. I don't think that's happening. Uh, that's changing anytime soon. Who I'm more interested in is Renfro. Not necessarily because he's going to be better because he's not, but because he is a value right now at ADP. He's being drafted at wide receiver 40 when he was wide receiver 11 last season and pulled a 20 plus target share. So, oh, wait, that's also a good thing for Devontae Adams. We've seen Derek Carr pull a, a wide receiver one performance with a very not-so-talented player as Devontae Adams. So that's that's very good for Devontae Adams in the future. And now Renfro will pull the wide receiver uh, 11 performance last season as being drafted out of the wide receiver 40. Sure, he's not the wide receiver one anymore, but you're going to get coverage pulled by Devontae Adams. He's still getting a very good share of, uh, of targets in his offense, and I think he is a, a very good value at ADP. Other than that, Demarcus Robinson does not interest me at all. He averaged 4.8 points per game with Patrick Mahomes. So we can just ignore him at that point. I think Hunter Renfro makes me a little nervous. Uh, the reason why Hunter Renfro makes me a little nervous is because in his career, Hunter Renfro has almost doubled his receptions per game without Darren Waller on the field, four receptions per game with him on the field, seven receptions per game without him. His yards per game, 46 with versus 70 without. And his TD ratio, he scored a TD every 0.3 receptions. Without Waller on the field, he scores a TD um, every uh, – I'm sorry, I'm not 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 0.3 receptions, excuse me, every um, 0.3 games. Um Without Waller, it's one touchdown every two games, so 0.5 ratio. So he's been – I know that you don't really like to look at splits, but when you have two guys, you know, and, and mostly uh, – I will say this. Me and Cass, sometimes we go, we go back and forth, and data is usually, is usually very reliable. But sometimes there are data outliers, and I think when you have a data outlier, um, this situation is one of them because it, they play the same – they play in the same spot on the field. They get the same amount. They get the same work. So it's going to be one guy or the other. And Darren Waller is the more talented individual. So I, I think that Darren Waller continues to get that. I think Darren Waller continues to play the role of wide receiver two on this team uh, with Devontae Adams now playing the role of wide receiver one. Um, so I, I, that's the thing that worries me about Hunter Renfro. I think that um, when Darren Waller's on the field, Hunter Renfro, Renfro is just not the same caliber of fantasy player. I see what you're saying, but uh, one way I would explain this is I don't think Renfro had the opportunity like uh, from the coaches to show what he could do when 
Waller was on the field. As soon as he had that opportunity, he carved out a role for himself. And that role may be here to stay. That's that's my theory right now. So even I do it, think it, Yeah, go ahead. I do think Tim has a very solid point in that Devonta Adams, Darren Waller, and Hunter Renfro, and then Derek Carr, the ADP. Um, it's kind of like the Eli Manning effect type. The thing. Eli Manning yeah. rule, my favorite yeah, rule. The Eli Manning rule, but I do understand. But that, I like uh, I like Carr. I'm I'm I, I I liked your explanation, Michael. But I should let you know that I have Carr like QB 15 in my rankings right now. Uh, fair enough. I mean, I could see him having his of a better season than he's had in years past with Devontae Adams. I just I think drafting that QB 13 is near his ceiling. But I do think Hunter Renfro, like at some point, he becomes a value. Like he's not going to be a wide receiver one again, but at wide receiver no, forty, exactly. like at wide receiver forty, I do think he certainly has enough value to be taken there. And to kind For of like sure. play into a little bit of what both Cass and Tim were saying is that like Tim was saying they kind of line up at the same spot because we saw Adams get so much slot work um, in Lafleur system in Green Bay, um, but. As far as beat reports are going, is Devontae's lining up exclusively on on the outside? Like he's not playing any snaps at all from the slot for the Raiders. Like they, he's going to play just on the outside, and Renfro is going to play. So you're going to see a lot of three wide receiver sets, and Renfro is going to have the same opportunity from the the slot to earn a you know eighteen to twenty percent target share. I hear what you're saying. I think it's I'm more concerned with Darren Waller than I am slot snaps being taken by. Uh, Devontae Adams. I just think that you know Darren Waller occupies the middle of the field, and when you have know. three, when you have three wide receiver sets, right? You're gonna who are you taking off the field at that point? You're not taking. You, I feel like you're taking. You're not taking. You can take off Demarcus Robinson, but he's on the outside. He he plays a role. I don't know. Not for nothing. I do think Adams, Waller, and Renfro can combine for like eighty percent of the targets. I think it's going to be a yeah, very absolutely That's like I mean. just yeah. zoned in funnel offense. Yeah. Demarcus Robinson, um, I think could like he was in Kansas City. Like he every once in a while take a shot. He, he you know pick him at one of your last picks in best ball. Um, sure. Let's take a let's take a, a a moment and appreciate the fantasy football by Brodo app, and we're going to give you a tip today. Cass, uh, the developer himself, like this is straight from the guy, like the guy who made this, who mixed it up and and wrote all the little numbers and, and the ones and the zeros that created this beautiful thing you see. That's him right there. That's him. That's him right there. That guy right there. So why don't you bring us through one of your um, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful things that you've brought to life. Cass has muted himself. Mike Williams. There he is. What? <laughs> oh, was I muted? Thank My you. bad. I'll just cut that. But, uh, so here we have the game logs where you can just see week to week how the, the player finished uh, and what was the score, what was the game, who they're playing. And if you click on it, you get their stats for the game. You get the snap percentage. You get how many standard points, half points, PPR points, targets, receptions, yards, uh, touchdowns, anything you want, you can find here. And it's available for all season and just all the seasons he's uh, participated in. So you can just select all years and get a, a long list of all his performances uh, through the bad, through the mediocre, towards the good last season. So go check them out. These are the game logs. Uh, and you, you should know, too, because like I play Yahoo and all this stuff, and they have game logs there. So why come here for the game logs? No one's had given you comprehensive game logs like that. 
That's that's the it's, next level it's, comprehensive. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah, with the all three scoring systems, snap percentages, target percentages. I mean, yeah, it's next level stuff. It's, it's like the uh, be your own expert. It's like Will Farrell, um, Mugatu in um in Zoolander. Dear God, it's beautiful. That's for the game log. That was true. <laughs> that was way too much no. setup set up for one one like I mean people gotta if you don't know who Mugatu sentence. is if you don't know who Mugatu is the you piano key necktie. <laughs> I invented right, uh, the piano key necktie. Let's go into these running backs, man. If, for those of you who know me, you know that I have a bitter spot in my heart for Mr. Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, I was all over him in his second year, man. I drafted him in so many dynasty startups. I I, I I told the pay, I told the people that I was putting my reputation and g- pick up Josh Jacobs, and then he shit the bed, and then he did it again. Literally had a, almost an identical season with a couple more touchdowns than the season he had before, and now there's no coaching staff to keep him, uh, you know, keep loyal to him in any way. Uh, and there's a it's a crowded backfield if you really look into it. Brandon Bolden comes over from the Patriots. You know the Patriots like to use him as a spellback and use him use him in, in receiving situations last year. Um, Kenyon Kenyon Drake is still on this roster. Amir Abdullah um, brought in, if I'm not mistaken, and 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 you have also Josh Jacobs. So and Zamir White, Zamir, and how could I forget Zamir White? Who I'm sure Matt Ward again is going to talk about. Um, if you heard the mock draft we did before we started doing this, he talks about Zamir White in that mock draft as well but i don't know if i'm a jo- if i'm drafting josh jacobs even if i'm getting him and right now he's a pretty good deal in the fifth sixth round even in the fifth sixth round he has the ability to become a team landmine so i'm staying away from josh jacobs i don't like him this year how are you feeling about this whole backfield matt yeah like i'm not a big josh jacobs guy at all um and, and uh, it is a deep backfield this year. So there's a few guys that I think we need to touch on, especially for fantasy purposes. Uh, Like I'm not overly into Josh Jacobs, but he is coming off a season with a career high in receptions with 54 career high in receiving yards with 348, nine total touchdowns. He finishes RB 13 with 15.1 points per game. Uh, The season prior 15.4 points per game at RB 12. So like Jacobs is a low end RB one. Um, and that's essentially where you're drafting him now. He's kind of fallen to that value where Tim and I have both made that that dynasty investment as Jacobs being a future franchise RB1 for our dynasty teams. And it kind of just hasn't panned out because I think the expectations are too high, but it's not like he's been super disappointing. He's just not somebody that I'm overly into. He's not effective. Um, he only 0.80 fantasy points per opportunity. So that that's 40th um, amongst running backs. He's just not very effective with his touches and he needs a lot of volume and a lot of touchdowns to be able to really be that guy for you. And to speak of the volume, Josh Jacobs came out himself. Like this is straight from the horse's mouth and said, he does not want to be the workhorse running back in Las Vegas this season. He likes Samir white. He wants to work in a committee. Um, and Kenyon Drake is coming back, coming back off of a very bad broken ankle um, and at an older age. So I don't think Kenyon Drake is really the player that we have to worry about. Um, but I think Zamir White might be. Uh, Zamir White's a very, very similar player to Josh Jacobs. He's a more athletic Josh Jacobs, in fact. Zamir was the highest ranked uh, recruit in his freshman class and then dealt with some bad injuries in college. Uh, two torn ACLs and had had them both surgically repaired, finished strong in his uh, senior season, making it all the way to the college football championships as like the 
thumping force on that Georgia Bulldogs team. And they like Zamir. I, I think they got an injury discount on him in the fourth round. And I, I think they really do see that guy as somebody that they can hand the rock to 15 times a game in a committee. And that's the key word. It is a committee. And the person that is going to be losing those touches is Josh Jacobs. It's interesting because the way you describe J- Josh Jacobs is like thumper. And that's how he's been used in the NFL so far. But he came out of Alabama as a pass catching explosive back. Yeah. And then he and then Josh Gruden, like 1990, the shit out of him. And he hasn't had a single play over 29 yards in two years. Not a single play. Disgusting. And you're talking about crazy. And you're talking about Devontae Booker when he was when he was Jacob's backup had four in one season in, in the same season. Same, you know, yeah, in, yeah, one, in yeah, the same yeah, season. Yeah. In the same season that he had zero. So it's like, uh, it's, I, I, no, for it's sure. Hard for I me mean, to get that, on that Josh. That's why I'm this year. The exact, you know, the biggest highlight is he's just ineffective. I guess if and, I can get Josh Jacobs as like my, my, my like RB2 slash flex kind of play, I, I wouldn't be. So, and the, another thing about Josh Jacobs is he's super inconsistent. Like, it's not like. All right, he had this points per game, but he's not actually scoring you that many points per game. He's he's going up and down. He's scoring three touchdowns one game, right. and then he's having yep. you know fifty eight yards and, and a fumble. You know, so it's just like uh, the, I don't I don't want to play the game of Josh Jacobs this year. Um, tight end Darren Waller, he's nice. How how yeah. much how much does not being the number one either hurt or help? Yeah, Darren Waller's current ADP is tight end five, and I think he's a very solid value currently where he is going. Um, not so much as like the positional value tight end five makes sense. It's the fact that he's going like the fifth, sixth round of drafts. Um, I think that's a great spot for you to grab, uh, Darren Waller. He frustratingly only played in 10 games last season. Um, that was an issue, but he was effective with, uh, when healthy, he was sixth in points per game, second in true target value and top 10 in targets, yard per receptions and average depth of target and yards per game. Um, he had a 22% target share, and like we said with Devontae Adams, I really don't think that that needs to go down. Like, I think Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, and Darren Waller could really be a funnel offense, and I think Darren Waller could keep a similar 22% target share, maybe down to 20-ish percent, but either way, I think he'll return value at that cost. Um, and let's not forget how good he was in 2020, man. He had 111 uh, excuse me, 107 receptions, 1,196 receiving yards, and nine touchdowns that year. Maybe Devontae Adams even opens up a little bit more space for Darren Waller. Darren Waller had to act as the, the, the de facto wide receiver one over the last couple of years as a tight end. Um, and I just I don't think that Darren Waller is going to be the guy who falls off the face of the earth now that Devontae Adams is there. I think he's too much of a impact player at the tight end position for that to happen. And I think that he has a, a a good shot to return value at his current ADP. Especially Clear. playing in the also playing in the AFC West, he could be in oh, the we might see a bunch of shootouts from those offenses this season. Oh, you're gonna. Um so <laughs> I don't, that I, that just helps. I will say I will say this. The end of, the AFC West they it sticks out at quarterback. And I know we're not a we're not a defensive show, but they also have great pass rush. The Raiders have a great pass rush. Um, they have Max Crosby and Chandler Jones coming at people. Uh, the the Rams have a great pass rush with Aaron Donald and company. The Broncos have a great the pass Rams. rush. The Rams and, are in the NFC. The Rams, the Rams are, in the are in the NFC, NFC West. Yeah, Rams are in the NFC. Good job. And, and then um, 
you know, the Chiefs, the Chiefs added, uh, I can't remember. The who Chargers got Joey Frank. Bosa and company. Char- but. I, how did I forget? Khalil Mack, the biggest, the biggest yeah, addition yeah. of all, Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa. So you see those pairings. Uh, and in Frank the Clark in Kansas and City, like Kansas Frank City Clark, right? There's some good. There's some good pass rushers in this league. In this division, this division is definitely built to uh, as this a quarterback and attack the quarterback league. on offensive line too, though. It is like it you is. could argue that you have four top ten offensive lines in one division. They definitely need uh, Orlando Brown to stay put. All right, let's get oh, into these that, bold predictions. Yeah, that's a huge one. Bold prediction: Josh Jacobs does not lead the backfield in scoring. Interesting. You think Zamir? I actually really I like that. You know, I, this is just a bold prediction, uh, so I don't, I don't want to get – I just want to explain it for those who have <laughs> listening to the series. These are not our takes. All right, I'm going to rank Josh Jacobs as the number one running back in the Raiders' backfield. This is uh, if everything kind of like falls. Could happen. It, it could happen. It's, 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 it's the, a little it's hyperbolic. It's the boldest outcome. Yeah. Right, it's the boldest outcome. Uh, Matt, why don't you go next? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of want to piggyback a little bit, uh, because I do like the kid and, and we we've seen him succeed after the injuries and he's athletic as hell. Uh, he's really big number one freshman recruit again. Yeah. I, I think Zamir white will lead the backfield in scoring in 2022. Wild. You guys wild. Are crazy. Yeah. A little bit wild. <laughs> Hit it, Mike. I mean, it's a bold prediction, boys. Yeah, 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 I guess, I guess. You just say it with so much. Uh... Also, there's something that we, I think, we actually forgot to mention with Josh Jacobs is they also refused to sign his fifth. Like they could just just picked up the fifth year option. Like they didn't even have to re-sign him this year. Uh, he wouldn't have had to have been technically re-signed until the start of offseason next year, right? Where they could have actually put on the maximum extension that the NFL allows. Um, instead, they decided no. Like they didn't even pick up his fifth year option. So they are 100% entering 2022 true. knowing that Josh Jacobs is a free agent after the end of the season. And that's good point. Go. Is that everybody? Mm, uh, nope. I still have to go. Cass, I have a, uh, me too. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Guys. And Cass, um, Darren Waller ends as a top three tight end. Nice. Cass, I can see you, that. You guys, bull predictions are soft. I- Soft. Don't, don't get at me with that. My bold. One of the top bold, three bold. tight ends is going to finish the top bold. three. He's not a. He's not being drafted as top three tight end. Michael G T F O H. Go ahead. All right, Go Cass. Ahead, Cass. Step it guy. up a little. And this is going to be reminiscent of uh, the Steelers episode, if you listen to that. But I say Hunter Renfro is going to beat his ADP by over twenty spots. Now like, that's hey, a bold take. Now that's a bold take. That's what I'm talking about. So he's uh, what I'm saying basically 20? he's going to be wide receiver twenty, I, which I, mean, I, I think it's very hot. feasible. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Well, like it sounds hot, but I think it's it's very possible <laughs> in its own realm. All right. I know Tim With that, that being said, cool. you can follow Cass and his takes at Broto FF Casanova at Broto FF Mike at Broto FF Tim at Psych Ward FF at Broto FF Jason and Broto Fantasy at uh, at Brodo Fantasy and at FF by Brodo. We are coming to you tomorrow, continuing in the AFC West. We'll see you then. Peace. Later.